Hey, hi, hello. Welcome back to Pin Pals, the podcast all about enamel pins. I'm your host, Eric Roman of Warrior Pins, and we have a great episode lined up for you today. We're talking with Anthony Lee of Express Yourself. Anthony is based out of California, and not only does he sling pins, but he also makes shirts, stickers, and some other fun products that we'll mention later in this episode. You're in for a splendid conversation. We talk about how Express Yourself started as a sticker company, how a tattoo led Anthony to creating his first pin, using friends for feedback when it comes to designs and products, the differences between making shirts versus pins, why Anthony enjoys using Etsy over some of the other e-commerce platforms, collaborative giveaways, vending at intimate backyard shows, the value behind joining pin groups on Facebook, and so much more. I'm exhausted just just giving that quick summary. So without further ado, enjoy this conversation with my pin pal, Express Yourself. Hey, what's going on, Anthony? Welcome to Pin Pals. How's it going, man? Pretty good, Eric. How are you doing? Doing great. Surviving this uh, pandemic one day at a time. Let's get into the reason that you are here. Express Yourself. Tell me a little bit about the brand and uh, how you guys got started. Yeah, so um, before I was ever into, I mean, making my own pins, um, in high school, I was introduced to pin trading. Um, so if a lot of people don't know, they, at Disneyland and Disney World, and Disney Parks, really, um, they sell pins, Disney-related pins, and all the cast members and all the shops usually have like a little, little kind of like book or a little stand where it has a bunch of pins and you can just trade pins. Um, and then that's how I got introduced to pins really. Um, so there's always been, you know, pins after high school. Um, and then what happened was that brought it back into my life was um, me going, I studied abroad in Spain. And I mean, I was into stickers. Like I've always been into stickers. Um, so originally, initially, this whole idea of Express Yourself was going to be sticker base. Um, and uh, eventually, like, you know, I was, I was just abroad, not making any money. I mean, if anyone studied abroad, it's like, if you have a job, cool. But a lot of uh, study abroad programs don't let you have a job. So you're kind of just seeing your bank account draining money. <laughs> um, so I was always like, oh, like, what's, what's a way that we can make money? Um, I mean, my design skills are like super basic, um, but I was like, within all of us, like we can definitely think of something and stickers was an idea at first. And then eventually, um, the time passed and I just wanted to get into pins. Um, so really, uh, the whole idea was just being a way to make a second income. Well, at the time it was a second income cause I came back from setting abroad and everything. But, um, but ever since then, I mean, I kind of started falling in love with just creating and making pins and that's what it ended up being. Cause stickers are kind of more like a, a side thing for it. That's really cool. I have two questions. Do you, one, do you remember what that sticker design was? And two, did the name come first express yourself or did the idea for the stickers come first and then you tried to figure out a name? Stickers was the idea. 
I never, I didn't have a design or anything in mind, but uh, the name did come first. So like the idea of making stickers was always there, but um, didn't have like a business name or anything like that. Didn't have an initial design that I wanted to sell. Um, but Express Yourself kind of uh, like popped out really. Like it was funny um, for anyone that's starting a business or like wants to start a business or whether it be like design or anything you do, um, there's a website called Fiverr and I actually paid someone to come up with business names. Um, and it's the funniest thing, right? Like I, you wouldn't pay someone to come up with a business name, but I was like, Oh, like maybe this will spark enough, uh, you know, creativity in me to be able to think of something outside of what they brought up. So I paid $5 and this lady gave me like 20 names of what <laughs> she thought could, uh, be a business name for stickers and pins because that's what I ultimately decided I wanted to do. Um, and I didn't use any of them. <laughs> you but didn't use it, any of them? No, I didn't. Um, but I think, I think she mentioned the word expressive. Um, so like expressive decorations or ex expressive accessories or something like along that line. Mm -hmm. And uh, it kind of branched out from there. I was like, dude, yeah, like stickers are definitely a way to express yourself. And that was a, initial thought express yourself and then domain names are taken right um yeah. domain names are taken instagram names are taken i was like why does it have to be yourself like so then that's how i came express yourself i like that yeah. i always think about parks and rec treat yourself yeah express yeah. yourself <laughs> i love it very very laid back and, and it's and it's evident in your designs too your designs are really cool and truly, truly expressive. Like if, if you own these pins and then, then you're expressing a little bit about yourself and your personality. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I, I always like nineties culture. I mean, I'm a nineties baby, but, uh, nineties culture is just definitely colorful, um, vibrant. Um, and that's initially what the design was just like this colorful design, um, lots of squiggly lines and stuff like that so if you ever see like a bunch of my pin backings they're just different colored pin backings and stuff like that they are i actually have some of your pins right here but i don't have the pin backings that went on it oh, yeah. originally because they're on my board now and all those pin backings just get put into a giant jar but they're <laughs> very expressive i mean obviously you got to represent the turtles i got all four from the set i believe we did a a, a crazy trade um Oh, yeah. Grab life by the slice. A great that was uh, the first design that I've made. Yeah. This was the first design. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I think you sent um, both variants of this. It's funny the way I came up with that design. Like, um, it was like one birthday. I, like, got a tattoo. It's like very small tattoo, but the girl that that was doing the tattoo had a slice of pizza on her arm, and I was like, whoa! And she's like, she said something along the lines of, "Yeah, you just you know, grab life." by the slice and like it stuck with me and I like always thought that was the coolest thing is that goes along with their pizza slice on her arm and so sure enough and then I eventually went back to that tattoo shop once I made these pins and had to give her one I was like dude like a while ago like I got this tattoo and definitely inspired in the first pin uh, that's a great story that's a great yeah. full circle kind of thing so when did you start um so this start started about uh two years ago so in 2018 i mentioned i was like abroad so I like just got back abroad um i actually designed the print while i was abroad and then uh got it finalized and sent out to a manufacturer and then as soon as i got 
back from study abroad, which is like in March, April, March. Um, the pins were waiting for me at home. So, yeah. That must have been a nice feeling. It was. It, um, and then that's why I really like helping other people create pins because I like always remember like when I first saw the pin, I was like, oh, dude, like this is so great. This is awesome. Um, and I'm sure you get that feeling with every other pin that you make or every pin that you make, you know. I remember yeah. I remember the first pins that we got in and I had them shipped to my job and I had to stay late um, because it was delivering to a business. I don't know if it was like because it was a business or just like where it was on the uh, the guy's route, his delivery. But um, I stayed late, was like talking to the driver, making sure that like he would drop them off. I think it was DHL at the time. And right. holy heck, man, just opening that box. I was giddy and so excited. I was texting everyone, like dropping, driving by my friend's house, like dropping off pins, like, yo, check this out. Like I actually did it. It was a great feeling. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned that the grab life by the slice pin um, was your first pin. It was. Yes. Did you have any challenges when it came to designing, manufacturing ordering it like um describe the process one of the challenges is the design itself um i mean it's like a minor deflect in in or defect in the in the design but uh what what you start learning is like in a pin whenever you like design it you have to make sure that each color is separate right it's separated i the way i explain to people it's like each ink has to be separated by a wall um so it's like that wall should be like a a part of your design and so like I didn't really take that into consider I like didn't know at the time at, at least and so like I, I made this design like the grab life by your slice is supposed to be yellow and then the background's supposed to be red but if you look at the pin um like I said there needs to be something separating the two inks uh so there's a black line in between the yellow pattern and then the red pattern so mm -hmm. I started learning that once, once I started getting more into making pins, but I, I like always like point out to people, I was like, Oh, make sure like, cause everyone wants to make pins of their logos. Right. And it's like super complex. And then they just don't realize that like not all designs work perfectly. And I mean, that was a lesson that I learned. I think that was probably like the best lesson that I learned. Um, and I'm glad I, I you know, I went through that cause then it's like, okay, now I have this in mind. Um, but I think for my first pin, that was the, bigger lesson that I learned out of all things. That's good. Well, it, it's a good lesson yeah. to learn and it's a great lesson to learn on your first pin so you don't make that mistake over again. Sometimes you trip before you can run, but but that's okay because it, it brought you to producing. How many pins do you have in, you, in your store currently? I was at your Etsy shop. You have a nice handful of pins, also balloons. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I made those balloons. Um, I kind of felt bad for the class of 2020. I mean, shout out class of 2020. Um, I really still do feel like just like a moment was robbed from you guys. Because I, I mean, both my graduate high school and college graduation, it's like something that it's like the last time for a while that like you're going to see like your friends or like, you know, uh, like some people, especially for college, like don't live nearby. Um, with high school, I mean, if, if you live in your hometown, you're going to see them um, as long as you try. But with like college, it's like, people are more away right so it's like i feel like it's just like this last time to just see everyone that you're not going to see for a good while 
so that's why I like started making these balloons. I was like, oh, like there's gotta be a different way to celebrate. So I made like a graduation in a bag, which took place with those balloons as well. Um, it was just like a way to <laughs> celebrate at home, really. I love it. It's so funny. Class of 2020 and the zeros are rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know how bad it was for you guys out there, but uh, yeah, it, was was like, it, it was bad. It was bad. New York was like the epicenter when it first started. But I was going to say, uh, these balloons, that one in particular, class of 2020, should go in a time capsule because that's like, <laughs> we're, we're struggling to find toilet paper in the beginning of this and everything's canceled and, and, and now we're driving by people's houses and hawking our horns to say congrats. Really? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. You also make shirts. I do. Yes. Um, I, do. I have one of them and it's like one of my favorite shirts. Um, That's so great to hear. Yeah. Oh, I I love it. Yeah, it's so great. Express yourself. I mean, it. That's what it says on it, and it, and it's great. Um, tell me what it's like designing for a t-shirt. How is that different from a pin? Um. So I mean, with t-shirts, uh, there's also like small restrictions that, uh, not that people don't take into consideration, but, um, so I I work with the screen printer, and um, the more screens you have to put, so the more ink more different colors your your shirt has the more expensive it's going to be um there's other routes to it but um i had a friend that's a screen printer so i was like let's let's start doing screen printing instead of uh trying to go through these other routes um so color i was like limited as to how many i could do um and it was always like three or four maximum um but so after you have that in mind uh designing um, those designs that I actually use, I worked with the designer. I just had an idea and I was like, oh, like San Diego palm trees, right? Um, so that's how that that one came around. Um, I always think like, oh, like good luck. You need to like kind of find your own luck. So that's another one of the designs um, that I use. But yeah, these designs are kind of like things that I like, like about just life really. Um, like uh the lucky cat i really like that design like no matter how it looks like and i always like try to find some some like pins that are similar because i really like that but yeah it's a cool design it's 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 a really like slick minimalistic vibe to it and 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 it reminds me of uh, like a neon sign that you'd see like at night or something like that right yeah you know it's it's funny because like I'm always like, oh, express yourself. But uh, I'm starting to move to like a very minimalistic design for it, um, <laughs> which I kind of find ironic. But I'm also like, you know, it doesn't need like everything in life doesn't need to be like extravagant. Especially like if you're expressing yourself, you don't need to be that extravagant if you don't want to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I kind of just like like at first I was like, oh, man, like I'm really minimalizing this design. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like that it being ironic really helps it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, I, I enjoy that kind of style. Um, and I feel like it's, it's part of me and some of my own designs. Um, so it, it, it works for me. You know, I, I, I truly feel like I'm expressing myself when I'm wearing your shirt. So before we move on to the next uh, segment, um, do you have any general or specific advice for, for those trying to start their own pin business? Yeah. Um, if you are trying to start a pin business specifically, I always feel like 
you know, if you're a close group of friends, you always should get some sort of feedback. Like if they, if they, they, they like the design or, um, you know, how your first design or however many you're going to do at first, um, definitely get some sort of feedback. Um, I always, I read this quote before I went into like all this, it's like, you can't expect the world to support your, I guess, product if your friends can't buy this product, right? So you like always have to like keep that in mind with your friends. Like, oh, if your friends like it, then other people must like it, right? Because a lot of us are, I mean, you're a huge Ninja Turtle fanatic and and that's awesome. And I'm glad like like these, uh, my girlfriend's really big into Ninja Turtles. So that's when I, when I was like getting that design, I was like, do you like this? Is like, do you like, is this something like you would buy? And she's like, yeah, totally. And I was like, I like, cause I, I mean, I, you know, you started liking all of your designs because you're like, just so, I guess, amazed at like everything you do. Um, but you become blind to what's negative about something. Totally. Yeah. That, that's really important. I also have like a little inner circle that I try and run things by. It's really important. Just, you know, even sometimes just saying it, um, in person or now like through a message or through a video, just you saying it, you're like, Oh wait, maybe this isn't a good idea or you, or you're catch yourself. But yeah, having that like inner circle to bounce back ideas and, and, and get some feedback, really important. So let's talk about marketing. Let's start with the, uh, the platform that you're on. Uh, you're selling on Etsy. Yeah. So I, I am selling, uh, solely on Etsy. It was just, uh, you know, I always wanted to make my website and I'm still kind of in that middle ground of, of, I have a, um, I guess like a domain, but I just haven't got around. I'm too like picky about how something would look. So that's why I don't have a website, but I did connect the domain to Etsy. So you can directly go to like expressyourselfco.com and it'll take you to my Etsy site. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely recommend Etsy. It's like super easy to use. Um, there are some fees and some people may like say that they're too high, but I think it's perfect for what it does. Like there's, no confusion whatsoever um, with Etsy. Yeah, there are the fees, and I know people can get discouraged by them, but I think another way to think about Etsy is that it's such a large e-commerce platform. Um, you can find so many different things there. It's almost like the Amazon of handcrafted items and, and, right. and things like that. So it's, I think it's pretty important for anyone listening to to be on Etsy in addition to having like your own website, like because we have our own yes. Shopify site, but we also have uh, an Etsy shop just to try and get like the traffic coming in from Etsy and people searching on there. Because not everyone right. on Etsy is going to be searching um, on Instagram or Twitter. Um, and when you're searching on Instagram and Twitter, you got to get really specific with what you're searching for in order to find it there's times where like people message you on Etsy or like message you on Instagram. And I always, I'm like always curious. I'm like, Oh, how did you find, um, you know, how did you find this specific pin? And I'm just like, Oh, like I actually saw like uh, an ad or something or like my friend has it or like, and it's always like great to hear these kinds of things. So yeah, like the more places you put your merch, the more it's going to be found kind of thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. Do you have any strategic approach to like uh, creating listings on Etsy in terms of like photos or tags or, or, or anything like that? Um, so there was this uh, like add on to Etsy. 
it's not an add-on, but it's, it's like an, an app that you can uh, download and it kind of looks at your, your posts. Cause I, when I first put up my post on, it's just like, Oh, let me take a nice picture. Um, and then all great pictures, by the way, I love your pictures. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. So like, um, just, you know, I, my thought was put a nice picture on and, uh, people will see it and they'll like it, whatever. Um, but there's like tags, just like the hashtags you use on Instagram, um, that will drive like people to your posts. So there was, and I'm, I feel bad cause I don't have the name of it, but I definitely will get it to you as soon as I can uh, find out what app I was using, but it tells you like, Oh, like, cause you can put a total of 13 tags on your, your photo on your posts. And that's, those words are what drives those keywords are what drives those um, customers to your website, to your post. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll tell you, Oh, like these, these words are very common. Like, just for example, like gifts for her, like this, this keyword there was like way too broad. So it's like, why don't you use something more um, specific? So like, instead of like gifts for her, I put something like Ninja Turtles. And even though it's still broad, you can, you can make it like even less vague by putting like Ninja Turtle pins. Like mm -hmm. not a lot of people have like that exact keyword unless they're ninja turtle pins so that's what kind of helps traffic yeah that's a that's a great strategy and, and and um really important to help have your products be discoverable because you know you, you tag pins or or shirts in your product and, and they're going to get lost in hundreds of thousands of other search results around there you got to get really specific so like pins like ninja turtle pins uh michelangelo pins like yeah pizza pin like getting as super specific as you can um is definitely a great strategy for etsy and also i mean your tags on uh, on instagram too so you're on social media right what, what platforms are you on so i actually only use instagram and facebook um oh. yeah yeah i only use those I, I always wanted to use um instagram for business um i know with shopify you can link up your shop with all the posts on Instagram. But um, honestly, it's just, I'm kind of lazy. On top of being lazy, it's just like, I don't have too much time to like kind of manage all these these uh, different uh, platforms. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, oh, like, let me just deal with uh, Instagram. And and then, uh, I mean, you can, you can auto post to like all your different platforms, but uh, I really like answering back to people, which is why I try to focus on like just one or two yeah, I have that those two, uh, Twitter and Pinterest, and I find myself not being as active on on pretty much everything except Instagram. Like that's the the, the bread and butter for for me. That's what works the best, and I love engaging in that. And it's just yeah. not enough hours in the day to like be able to check everything <laughs> and like give one hundred percent to each platform because you really have to like use each platform as it's designed. I've seen a lot of people, they'll post a picture to Facebook and that will blast it out to Instagram and Twitter. And, but like sometimes the formatting comes out a little wonky. Exactly. Things just like aren't like you got to post natively to the platform that you're using and you have to use their, the, the tools, uh, the engagement tools that they've designed for each platform specifically. That's how you get the most out of it. And at least for me, I can only speak for myself. It's just a lot to try and stay on top of that. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, 
same here. Uh, it's like I post on Instagram, but these like hashtags won't work properly here, especially with giveaways. I, I like, I think I remember you, you posted it once that like you posted a giveaway on Instagram um, and then you accidentally posted it on Facebook as well. <laughs> it had to be something like that. And then, and then um, there's like a bunch of comments going into like Facebook and you're like, oh man, like I just made basically two giveaways. Yep. Um, and so it was like, for me, it was kind of the same situation. It was like one person commented and I was like, oh no, like this one person commented on Facebook, like probably doesn't have an Instagram. So I was like, how do I make it fair for this guy? Um, Dude, it was a wreck. That happened recently. I just, um, I ran just like a, like a giveaway. All you had to do was leave a positive comment um, and I would mail you a sticker. Um, and you get to pick the sticker, but I automatically have my Instagram posts shared on Facebook. Um, but typically I'll put my comment um, or my hashtags in the first comment so they don't show up in the caption on Facebook. But yeah, it gained a ton of traction on Instagram and, and that kept me really busy that I forgot to check Facebook. And there were like another 25, 30 like, uh, people there like leaving comments and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, dang. And it took me like another like two weeks to get back to it. It was just it's just a lot. So kudos to anyone being able to like handle that. I know that there are like services that help you like Hootsuite or Sprout Social that kind of help you manage that kind of stuff. But money, you know, yeah, small business owners don't have the luxury of having all this like amount of money to be spending on these uh, these services and these platforms, which like you don't technically they help. Yeah, but they're not imperative to running your business, you know. No, right. Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely that just just money um any any penny you can finish it's like a win for us (laughs) absolutely absolutely in terms of marketing have you found any tips or tricks to kind of get success so recently i've been picking up on giveaways um so collabing with other people so like right now I have a pin, uh, giveaway going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so the person I collab with is called Buena Vib- Buenas Vibras. It's a good vibes in Spanish, but Buena Vibras shop. Um, he's a creator of stickers uh, and like towards the Latin community. And a lot of the pins recently that I've released are like pins towards the Latin community. So I was like, let me collab with this guy. Um, let me hit him up. And one thing, like, and I felt it with you too, I was like, I get nervous hitting people up because it's like, oh, like, I don't know this guy or this guy doesn't know me. Like, how's it going to be? And sure enough, like most creators are like super friendly people. Um, and like uh, you were my first trade. And it's just like, so like after, after you're like, yeah, dude, I'm so down for it, whatever. And it's like, I was like, oh, wow. Like I was so nervous for like, you know, nothing. Um, <laughs> and so like, I always recommend like just, you know, hit, hit up a person. The worst thing they'll say is no. I mean, even, even less worse is like, they'll just ignore the message and you could just move on with your life kind of thing. Um, but a lot of the times, like people try to, um, you know, either talk to you cause you know, that's what they try to base their business off of like some sort of communication with a client or a customer. Um, so collab with people is my best uh, tip for marketing. Yeah, 100%. You have nothing to lose. Uh, you spend like a few minutes writing out a little message. You know, you don't have to go too crazy. Um, and if they don't respond, they don't respond. And if they do, 
great. You got like you, you got the ball rolling. You can do some really cool things. What was the uh, what's the, so what's the collab process like um, for this giveaway? I mean, we we haven't collabed on a design or anything like that, but we basically had a. I was like, oh, I mean, your stickers are related to these pins. Um, let's do a giveaway. So then they're like, okay, cool. Um, what's the giveaway gonna be? And so I'll, you know, for me it's like a pin of choice. Um, for him, it's like a sticker of choice. So first place was a sticker and a pin of choice. Um, second place was a pin of choice, and then third place is a sticker of choice from his shop. And how, what? How's the giveaway structured? Um, so based off of comments. Um, so like each person that enters. Uh, so we had tagged three people. So like that, those three people are in hopes of like grabbing more attention than what our followers have, right? So it's like these these followers are gonna tag three people. Um, so hopefully if they're not following us, then we'll have a few more followers. Maybe they're interested in doing the giveaway as well. So they'll enter three more people. Um, and that's how we hope for it to grow, right? Um, and I mean, I think they work out good. Uh, like if you start off with like smaller groups, like these like customers are just like loyal, you know? Um, and especially like, like I, to give away a pin, it's like not too much, you know, in comparison to like all the pins that I have. So it's like, for me to give away a pin, it's like totally worth it to gain like just new fans or new customers or just, yeah, just new people in general. Yeah, hopefully uh, get a couple orders out of it too. So you mentioned to me before that you, uh, you've ended at a couple uh, local shows. What's that like? Uh, so these shows, it's funny. I don't know if uh, anyone ever does this in, in New Jersey or on the East Coast, but uh, a lot of shows are like somebody has a pretty decently sized backyard. Um, there's like local, you know, local bands that want to get their music out or like rappers or I mean, there's like reggae artists here and they'll go to this guy's backyard and we want to throw a little show. Um, at the same time, we have like different vendors and stuff. It's really intimate. Um, and I really like these shows. Like sometimes a person with the backyard is just like, don't worry about paying me anything. Um, but most of us like either give them like a little something that we made, you know, um, or uh, there's other times where like the guy's like, oh, like 20 bucks for the t set up a table, 20 bucks. Um, and I mean, that's even chill. But like I said, all these, it's, it's very intimate. Um, so a lot of these people just kind of go just to support local uh, vendors, local bands and everything. And on, on top of like getting yourself out there, like a lot of people do buy at these shows just cause they just want to support. So, um, I definitely recommend if you can find something like that, uh, it's, it's, it's fun. Um, I always attend these like big shows and I do want to be part of it, but I always get scared. Like, uh, like what if I don't make enough money? I, you know, I'm kind of at a loss, but I definitely have to pull the trigger on one of these, um, you just never know, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so s those types of shows do happen. And we went to one uh, two years ago, a year and a half, two years ago. And it was literally exactly what you described. Music happening, up and coming, like rappers and bands playing, doing their thing. And you have uh, artists, people selling vintage clothes, uh, painters. Uh, and I was there slinging my Ninja Turtle pins. It was a lot of fun. It was hot. I remember it being really hot up in like Bergen <laughs> County, New Jersey, but um, you you meet some great people and everyone yeah 
you, for the most part, everyone who goes to those backyard shows are great people, um, and they love the the DIY scene, and they're they're the people who love to support uh, small businesses and independent businesses, and um, you just meet some great people. I developed a lot of great relationships just at that one show, um, and I forgot how much I'd, I'd made. Um, he didn't charge me to 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 be part of it, but it, it, honestly, it wasn't really about you know making money. As far as I'd rather have like focus on building uh, a relationship with these uh, potential customers and just really cool people. You just meet a lot of cool people at the shows. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, a lot of uh, like these bands, they want to get merch done um, or they want to. So you like become friends with them and eventually like maybe down the line, they're like, you know, we saved up some money. Like we want to make a pin. And that could be a potential like just client but overall yeah like all these people are great like all the people that go are like loyal fans to to uh the band or or like anyone who bends like just like really close friends always willing to support kind of people absolutely what's your table setup look like um so i i kind of haven't totally figured that out because i i'm always like oh like this looks cool, but how can I do it better? Um, and then one time I went to one of these, I've done maybe like five of those little intimate shows. And like one time I forgot this box that like literally covered the whole table. So <laughs> I had nothing to cover the table. So it's like, imagine just like your small table. Um, and I was like, I don't have anything. And like, I think I like went to like a 99 cent store and grabbed like one of those party party table covers um and it looks so uh so unprofessional i guess is the best way to put it um like i didn't have any name or anything like that it's just it looked like a table set up and just like pins laid out on it because like all my displays are all in this other box um and it, that day i like made the most money out of all these other uh intimate events and it was just like mind blown because i was like oh like <laughs> I kind of just realized that day, I was like, oh, like I shouldn't care too. I mean, I should care, but it's like, shouldn't worry too much, I guess, um, about like how intense my setup looks like. Yeah, we we had to learn the hard way too. Um, really at the end of the day, it's about the product and, um, and the people behind the product. So, right. you know, you're a very uh, personable person, easy to approach, um, easy to talk to. So I'm sure that lends a part into... Um, these people being interested in your products yeah definitely um yeah i mean just be as friendly as possible but it's the best thing i i mean just treat everybody as humans you know you don't need to really do anything more than that because anything less than that which it's not okay <laughs> yeah 100 percent um do you have um, any tips for people looking to vend at shows? Have you had to learn the hard way other than the uh, the tablecloth situation? Um, maybe bringing change, not enough change, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, change, change definitely. Um, <laughs> always have change. Um, in order to, I remember like, I think the first show, like didn't have a lot of change. I mean, I also didn't expect to do as, as, as well as like, a person uh, as I did that day, but um, I would always make a deal. So it was a good thing that I have changed for other people. Cause I was like, I like, 
I don't have whatever it was. Let's just say it was like three bucks. I was like, I don't have $3. Um, do you want to just grab another pin? And then like best deal for them. Right. But, um, yeah, just, uh, have change on you for sure. Um, always keep like spares of everything. There was times where like, I just, I'm not as organized as I am now. Now I like literally carries, um, number one organizational tool, in my opinion, for pins. Um, I carry box cards or like card boxes. So I don't know if you know how that looks like, but it's basically rows in a box. Yeah. And uh, it fits my cards perfectly. Um, so now I keep like 10 of each, each pin that I have. And then I just carry these boxes with me everywhere. That is smart. But, yeah, but that wasn't the case before. Um, I kind of just like, oh, let me just grab whatever I can see in my closet because that's where I kind of keep all the pins and stuff. I was like, let me just grab whatever I can see right away. And then I realized I just didn't have enough of whatever pin. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we had to learn the hard way too. We just got mm. into the uh, the those 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 card boxes uh, not too long ago, and it was a game changer. Yeah. Absolute yeah, game yeah. changer. And they fit inside the little like um, wire shelving unit that we have. It it fits in so perfectly. So I'm like, oh, this was this was destined to be. Why didn't I do this earlier? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's another uh, thing like um, I'm not sure if a lot of people are part of these things, but there's like a bunch of like Facebook groups mm-hmm. and, um, just uh, helping people with uh, any pin question, really. Um, whether it be like your design or um, how to organize your things. Like someone always like puts up a random question. It's like, oh, how does everyone um, package their stuff? And like all these like creators, like just like, oh, this is how I package my pins. And you just like get so many more ideas. Um, so just kind of be involved with the pin community, really. It's, you always get some sort of idea and you're like, oh, I can definitely make my product better or organize better um, if I do this. Those pin groups on Facebook, definitely recommend you join them. Um, Just seeing what other people are doing, um, hearing, uh, well, really reading the discussions um, that come from a lot of these posts. You'll learn so much, especially if you're new in the game, too, and you don't know where to start. Um, they're posting links to like their manufacturers' websites or or where they get the plastic baggies that they put their 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 pins in, where they've ordered. They share promo codes. There's a lot of value yeah. in joining those groups. So I'd recommend taking the time to join them and just look through posts. You can even search for certain things that you want um, and just get down to it. But definitely recommend doing that. Um, Cool. So uh, we're towards the end of our episode. Um, I'm going to hit you with some rapid fire questions, some pin related, some not pin related. Answer them to the best of your ability. Cool. All right. Ready. What is your favorite pin that you've produced? Oh, so my favorite pin is also one of my worst sellers, but I still (laughs) I (laughs) I love this pin so much. It's a it's a drinking pin. Um, I think I have one nearby. Yeah. Uh, So it's a drinking pin and it basically spins to like different options of the. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Definitely one of my worst sellers. <laughs> but wh- how? Why? I, I, uh, I just pulled it up on Etsy now. Chug, sip, pass. I mean, 
this sounds like a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely, I really thought it would, would be like, I was like, oh, dude, like imagine like just having this on your jean jacket, going up to a bar or whatever, and someone seeing it and being like, oh, this is so <laughs> cool. But in my head, I was like, oh, if I took this to a bar, I'd probably end up spending a lot of money that night just because, <laughs> you know, but um, I always thought it was like really cool. Um, but I mean, not, not all pins are winners for sure. Yeah, that might be a slick way to like pick up someone or like hit hit on someone at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty I mean, funny. That's um, maybe a new way I should advertise it. There you go. Yo, I'll help you make like a a, a, a hinge date bumble type of commercial for <laughs> that once uh, we're allowed back in bars. That <laughs> that would be a lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> um, what's your favorite pin in your collection, excluding your own? So I, I ride bikes a lot. Um, and then I want to say it might be from a movie, but it's like this little tricycle pin and it's fairly big. It's like two and a half inches big, uh, but it says riding with the homies on it. That's what's yeah, up. And it, it, I, yeah, and I just really like it. I like that. Yeah. What was the most expensive pin that you purchased? It had to be one from Disneyland. And I think I spent like 22 bucks on it. And it just, uh, it was a stitch pin. Um, I really like Stitch, uh, and it, I forgot exactly, I don't even know where it is, to be honest now, but yeah, it's like, it's a Stitch pin, I, that's all I remember about it, um, but I can't find it now, yeah, we've moved so many times. How big is your pin collection? Um, so, I honestly, so before I would kind of put them on things like, like a backpack or, um, you know, just like a fanny pack or different things like that. Um, it wasn't until my girlfriend started doing it, but she put them on these like shadow boards, you know, mm. with like a shadow room. Yeah. So she put it on the shadow frame and that's it looked cool. really awesome. And I was like, dude, I like got to get one of those. And so that I just started like putting them on like actual frames and boards and stuff like that. But before they've always been like on a backpack or a lanyard or just things that like could get lost really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've lost a bunch of pins uh, in the past. If you had a redo in life, what would you do differently? Um, pin related? Unpin related in life. Maybe oh, uh, you're going back to college for a different major. I honestly wish I started this pin stuff sooner. Mm. Um, yeah, like uh, if I could go back to college, that's probably like where I felt most connected to people, right? Um, and I feel like when I was in college, this stuff wasn't like, maybe it was big, but I just didn't know about it, right? Until I started like diving more into it. Um, but yeah, I've seen like these these artists like start from way back when and they're just like huge now. Um, and it's not saying that I wish to be like so huge, but it's just like this whole culture was like, existing and i didn't even know about it um i kind of wish i just started being involved in the culture more beforehand what's something you're curious about right now i always try to reach there's these companies that i mean if you go to a big pin show like um i think it's one of them is called star emblems mm -hmm. um and they help you create your pins um i've always wanted to be like some sort of middleman towards like merch um, but it's crazy because like I always wondered why they're not made in the U.S. It's obvious that 
you know, getting a manufacturer just keeps the price down. But yeah, like just, I wish there was like a factor here in the U.S. Just, just cause I feel like the culture for pins in the U.S. is like insane. Um, but I guess that's just something I wondered. I was always like, oh, like, why don't we have a factory here? But yeah, it's, just, it's basic thoughts. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, there's there. I, th- I feel like it'd be quite the investment. And I don't know the logistics or if, yeah, you same. know, h- how that works. But um, there are a ton of painting companies here that, you know, could warrant a U.S.-based pin factory i think that's really smart um so dude i'm supportive of that of that goal (laughs) you know if that's something that you want to explore let me know we'll talk Um, (laughs) yeah what's something that you failed at recently i mean i'm always making mistakes man I, i i really i really believe that mistakes will make you a stronger person so um i wouldn't call it a fail it's more like a lesson hey uh but I guess just like recently I'm, I'm trying to like push into like getting into stores more. Okay. Um, so uh, there's a lot of store, like local stores that are for local vendors. So I guess like for me, one, one of the fails that I feel like I was doing was trying to push out to any store. Um, which was great. Like, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I'm in this many stores or whatever, but I think the whole thing that I should have been focusing on is something that I know would, um, be a nice addition to the pins. So like a good place to have the pins app. I was kind of pushing to like get into anywhere. Um, but I feel like you, you should definitely look for stuff that like would complement your pins. All right. Here's a fun question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I like for him to say that I, you know, I did everything right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I feel like there's things that I do um, that I'm like, oh man, was was that the best move? Or like, you know, just, I kind of would love to hear someone say, dude, you're human. Like there's errors in life, you know? Um, instead of like me, like I'm very pensive. So I'm like, oh, like I didn't do this. And then I just started thinking about it. I'm like, oh, dude, like I can't, I can't keep going down this like little spiral of me not doing it because I can't do anything about it now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, yeah. A friend recently shared this quote with me, done is better than perfection. And there are a lot of things I've had so many ideas and Lots of different things that I've wanted to do, but I get caught up in like the small little nuances of I, I got to wait till like this is perfect or I, I, you know, I can't do it until I have a design or a name. And, and really, I just keep making excuses, excuses, excuses. And the idea just never like doesn't doesn't uh, it doesn't turn into reality. It's just an idea. It's just a figment of my imagination. And um, so. I hate that it took till uh, I was in my 30s to learn that done is better than perfect. And just putting yourself out there, even if it isn't polished, is still better than making excuses. No, I totally understand that quote. Um, 
I feel embarrassed to say this, but I feel like I should say it just because I want people to learn from my mistakes and then do better. Um, but one New Year's, I was like thinking about like, oh, like I got to get this website made. Um, and then Wix had sent me like this email offer saying um, buy yearly membership and it's half off. And I think it was like $120. And I was like, dude, this is something I have to jump on. Never built the website in that whole year, which is all 2019. Um, which is something like, I'm like, dude, it, like I had this website made, but it just in my, in my eyes was like not perfect. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like I'd show people and they'd be like, dude, what's wrong with it? And I'm like, ah, like, it's just not, you know, now I don't feel the vibe. I don't feel like this is good enough. Um, but yeah, that quote, um, it had, I put it out there and maybe there was mistakes, but I'm sure someone would have said like, Oh, like this could be this better. And I'm like, yeah, dude, actually you're right. Well, let me do it. But now like there's eyes that will never see it because you know, no, it doesn't exist really. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I've had to learn the hard way too. Um, just, just having it out there, um, is just, is pretty, pretty, uh, important it's like a philosophy that i'm only adopting right now it held me back in so many different ways i wanted to start this podcast over a year ago it's when i had the idea had the name and and had everything and um i just kept making excuses like oh well you know i don't have everyone like on board or like the guests that i want you know they're not part of it so i don't know it's like no i just put it out there because you know if if you think it's a good idea and you like it there's a really good chance that other people will like it too just putting your, your, your best foot forward. Hopefully you don't make any mistakes, but um, just try not to get caught up in a lot of those, you know, little things. Yeah. I mean, uh, love the name, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think it's perfect, man. Speaking of the little things, the last question we have for you is, what are the little things in life for you? Um, to me, the greatest little thing to me is like just people reacting positively towards what you create. Um, it's insane. Like I, I kind of, you know, I invested money initially. And then ever since then, I'm like, Oh, like if it doesn't work out cool, but ever since that initial investment, it kind of just started growing. Um, just anything I made just kind of goes back into it. Um, I see that it's like all positive. So I'm like, okay, let me like, let me put in a little bit extra money to be able to buy myself a couple more pins or um, whatever it be. Um, but yeah, like even, even then, like I don't do pre-sales on my main page, but I do pre-sales with like friends and family and just like the support of friends and family is insane. Um, like it helps me keep this going. Um, so the little things are just, all the positive encouragement, all like positivity all around, really. That's really heartwarming to hear. Yeah. It's <laughs> such a great feeling. Um, and that's really awesome that you give like your friends and family um, a cool pre-order, you know, hey, you know, you grab my pins on the cheap because you're so awesome and very supportive. Um, I'm going to do what I can do to make sure that you continue to like support me and, and make it easy for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was funny. It's like, my mom was like, Oh, like people buy that. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And now she's like, so like, Oh, like you didn't give me that pin. Where'd you get that pin from? I was like, Oh, like I bought this one from somebody else's shop. She's like, why you like it? So like, I'm like, Oh dude, like you got to buy one too. But yeah. 
Yeah. My mom too. She was like, yeah. people actually buy this stuff? Like some of the first pins. She's like, what? And then um, little by little, she's like, okay, he's on to something. He's got something cool. And now every time that I get pins in, I go over to my parents' house to show them the pins. And, and my mom's like, oh, I need that. Oh, I want that. Oh, I need that in my office. I need that. And now she's just like, I, I want one of everything pretty much now. And uh, she's got her, like, her own yeah. little jean jacket, and she's repping warrior pins, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, my mom, too. Like, she has a tote bag. She takes it to the store and <laughs> stuff like that work. Uh, but, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that's something I should make, like, a little tote bag, so that way she can have my name on her tote bag. There you go. There you go. That's a great idea. You heard it here first, guys. Exclusive. <laughs> so, Anthony, you made it through the gauntlet. You made it to the end of Pin Pals. I'm going to give you the floor. Tell the listeners kind of what you have going on. If you have any shout outs, shout them out. Take it away. Yeah, I mean, uh, so as of now, it's like July 22nd. Um, I do have a new release coming, um, a couple of new releases, but I've always focused on, um, you know, paletas like the paletero man also support your local paletero man because times are crazy but um i've been making a lot of pins just kind of like popsicle related so um and i know there's there's people that have created something uh like the ninja turtle popsicles so i just wanted to make my own version of it which is like a very simple version but also i mean shout out you dude you were honestly one of the like i said dude one of the first people i reached out to and just like kind of gave me a perspective of like yeah dude all these people are really nice um worst thing that people can say is no people could ignore you but yeah dude you're definitely like one of the positive people that was just there from the beginning dude likewise uh you're a genuine person um and you care about the brand and your products and that was evident um in our discussion when we were talking about trading pins to when i got your package in the mail um, not only was I like freaking out about the pins, but you also included a handwritten note. And, and that was like, I love when anyone can take the time to leave a handwritten note. And I try and do that with most orders, but like you had a, like a proper greeting card size, like note, and, and it was just really impressive. So it was really cool to see. And I'm glad that pin trade turned into, uh, you being a guest on this podcast. Yeah, dude. Uh, crazy. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I mean, also your your uh, stands, uh, those wooden stands that y- you uh, had traded with me, uh, those things had saved my life a couple times. I'm like, dude, where did I display this pin? Um, yeah. And yeah, sure enough, like I have I have displays now. But that's what's up. Yeah. Um, and you have a special discount code for us for any listeners. Oh yeah. Uh, so I mean, use code PINPALS for ten percent off. Pin pals, ten percent yeah. off over on your Etsy page, right? Yes. Boom. If if I do have a website by when this is released, then I'll make sure that it works on both ways. But we'll figure that out. But um, <laughs> Anthony, thank you so much for this conversation. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks it's been for an absolute me. pleasure. We learned a lot. Um, definitely excited to re-listen to this myself. Um, a lot of great takeaways. Um, I wish you nothing but success for the rest of 2020, wishing you, your family and friends, good health throughout this pandemic. We're all in this together. Be well, and we'll talk very soon.
Yeah, dude. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me, man. I was really excited for this. I'm glad you're doing it now. Love it, man. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to put myself out there. Done is better than perfection. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Definitely implement that now. (laughs) There you go. All right. Uh, So talk to you later, Anthony. All right, dude. Take care. Peace. Peace. Wasn't that a treat? I told you this was going to be a splendid conversation. Anthony is a genuine dude who really cares about his brand, product, and the people that support him. It's extremely admirable. So if anything he said resonated with you, please check out Express Yourself. Links to his website and social media will be in the description. And hey, if you enjoyed this conversation and found any sort of value here, subscribe to PinPal so you never miss an episode. We have tons of great guests lined up, so definitely, definitely consider it. And while you're at it, Maybe leave us a five-star review with your favorite takeaway from this episode. We just might feature it in a future podcast. Lastly, you can find Pin Pals on Instagram if that's your thing. We're at Pin Pals Podcast, all one word. You'll get the latest happenings and some exclusive content right there on Instagram. With that being said, I'm Eric from Warrior Pins. Thank you for your time. And remember, it's the little things in life. I'll see you soon.